0: This Cookout Southern 500 DFS Picks Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a 1.5 thousand dollar prize join today at sportscompanypodcast.com slash patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win fifteen million dollars in prizes with Best Ball Mania four. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a one hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly and you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the details over at SportsGembleyPodcast.com slash bankroll. Drivers, start your engines! of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod Villa gomez and cody zeeb the racing things never stop here on the nascar gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod Villa gomez it's crazy to think cody that at one point in time in our lives we were talking racing things once a week. Now we <laughs> never stop.
1: It's uh, it never ends. Now we've been we've been cranking out seven episodes a week here lately between the five NASCAR gambling podcasts, the two F ones we've been doing with uh, tossing IndyCar in there. Which uh, you know, if we ever get IndyCar lines uh, again, just frustrating. Like it's Thursday at this point, still no lines. That like. What's the hold up here? I don't understand. But anyways, that's story for another day. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it is crazy. We, we squeezed everything into one episode previously. Now we are just talk to each other more than we talk to our wives probably. But, uh, Oh, well, it's fun,
0: so. (laughs) I'll vouch for that, and so will my (laughs) wife. She definitely will vouch for that. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we are in Darlington again. This weekend, we are celebrating the Cookout Southern 500. As Cody has said time and time again, one of the crown jewels of this racing circuit. 500 miles around the track too tough to tame. The lady in black. Get your Darlington stripes. There's a million and a half things you could do on this racetrack, uh, of course, this is the DFS episode, which means we'll be talking about strictly uh, DFS Friday. We've got a lot of fun planned for you on Friday. I, I can't wait for that show tomorrow, um, but can't wait for DFS episode, too, because it's another way to have some fun. Uh, like we said, we tried to cram everything back into one episode w- once upon a time. Didn't even have DFS back then. Now That's we right. do.
1: Now, yeah, now we do, and it's a lot of fun. We've had a lot of success this, this year for sure. Rod. 367 laps this week that means 366 or 367 laps led to go out for points 367 fastest laps to go out you have got to get the guys that lead laps good chance it's going to be at least two drivers potentially three dominators quote unquote uh it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that shakes out but uh uh, we've seen this this track in this race um you know last year we talked about it with kyle bush like dominated early has the engine troubles and, and then you know obviously Eric jones ends up winning the race like things can get crazy and as you're making this lineup you've got to keep in mind like who is going to make it that extra 100 miles because i think it can make a big difference um because you know if you're winning money after 400 miles nobody cares it's only (laughs) what's going on after 500 miles and and that's going to be the key so that extra hundred miles that's a lot a lot a lot of dfs points to earn this week so you've got to hit it right got to pay attention and uh starting spots are going to be important practice times again it's it's (laughs) important-ish it's it's, these short practices are are just tough but and and the different circumstances and stuff so you gotta weed through all of that for sure but uh yeah we're obviously you know, at this point, we don't know the lineup, we practice times and stuff, so it's going to be relying on what have you done for me lately? What have you done at comp tracks? What have you done, um, you know, here in the past? Your past 500 results, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun, fun time building some lineups this week, Rod.
0: Indeed, it is the second time back on this track as well. They were here in the spring. Some notes, obviously, but like Cody said, that extra 100 miles sometimes can be the difference between of good finish and a garage finish so definitely yeah. keep our eyes open on that one um i have not seen any pressing news cody have you uh no. yeah? we, we
1: talked about the de benedetto thing yesterday that's kind of the last bigger piece of news i mean it's been been pretty quiet uh f1 and indycar been some big contracts signed and stuff over there so we'll uh, we'll break those down on the f1 podcast of course but uh yeah, man, Rod, I I feel like we can probably just jump right into this one this week because there's not much else to talk
0: about. I think you're right. I think it's just DFS or bust. So, let's tell you about our College Football Bankroll Challenge. College football's back, and to celebrate, SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our College Football Bankroll Challenge. It's free to enter. It's the best price. Season-long contest is going on. $1,000 to first place, $500 to second place, but... Those prizes double to 2000 and 1000 if you're a Patreon subscriber for the college football season. You want in on the action? I know you do. Go to sportsgumlypodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app. College football fans, Cody's ready. It's a Husker time today, isn't it? Tonight, your Huskers are playing. Yeah,
1: tonight. That, man, That line's moving all over the place, too.
0: I'll bet. Oh, crazy.
1: What What is it now? What was it the last time you checked? Uh, five and a half. When I looked earlier, it had been. I think it opened at seven. It had slid up to seven and a half. Uh, Minnesota being the favorite, and when I looked this morning, it was at five and a half. So. I'll, I'll double-check and see where where we're sitting at this
0: point. Those pesky gophers. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any co- college football bet, up to and including the Huskers, if you can listen to this in time, and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. I will tell you right now, my Fresno State Bulldogs are underdogs I will take them. I don't care who. I don't care where. They are going to win their ball game. Uh, They were four-point underdogs last time I saw uh, against Purdue. I know it's Purdue. Who cares? I'll take them anyways. But anything can happen in college football. Fresno State can beat Purdue. Your team can go from unranked two to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. I'll tell you that right now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Cody, what was the line? Plus
1: seven, Rod. I've got my Winston Cup mug here full of rule aid. Uh, Look at you. Get those Huskers a plus seven (laughs) over on DraftKings.
0: (laughs) Well, Cody, the crown is yours. And it is also yours out there listening too. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. I've got my SGPN mug filled with good old coffee because your day may be halfway over. Mine is just beginning. Here's my NASCAR
1: gambling podcast mug. that Discontinued? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fortunately, had to be
0: discontinued,
1: but I got one just in time. So, uh, Snuck
0: that in too. I I'll, I'll fill
1: it. that up with my roulade for the game tonight.
0: That's hilarious. And uh,
1: <laughs> man, did you see? Just a real, real quick. I want to give. Mm-hmm. I want to give Nebraska a little plug, Rod. We set last night uh, the Husker volleyball team. Uh, I, I've mentioned this before, but volleyball very good here. I think we're fifth ranked in the country. Really good. They played inside of Memorial Stadium in the football field, so it was an outdoor game uh, they played two games and it was all four Nebraska teams uh, University of Nebraska at Kearney versus Wayne State and then University of Nebraska at Omaha against UNL uh, Nebraska and uh, they packed the stadium Rod they set a new world record for the largest attendance at a woman's sporting event 90 I think it was 92,003 Ooh. people were in the stadium for the largest woman's uh, largest attended woman's sporting event wow. in history 93,000 people for a volleyball uh game the previous record for volleyball ncaa volleyball game was like 18,000 <laughs>
0: <laughs> well pretty, i guess they impressive. put that one yeah holy cow man that's awesome
1: yeah. I'm, I'm sad we didn't make it we had other commitments unfortunately but uh yeah pretty pretty
0: freaking sweet that is pretty sweet man that's that's a lot of people that's that's insane Uh, All right, Uh, speaking of a lot of people, a lot of people will be at Darlington this weekend to watch this Cookout Southern 500. Always a packed event. Always one of the most attended uh, all season long. So let's talk some DFS. Like Cody said, 367 laps around this for sure. Um, Lots of laps to be led out there. Lots of laps to be had. So the, the strategy, like Cody said, is basically find those guys that are going to be up front and, uh, you know, I think finishing position is going to be uh, obviously very important here too because track differential doesn't necessarily play a, a gigantic part in this time and time again. Um, you see some of the same guys we saw earlier this uh, season on the, on the spring race of this. Martin Truex Jr., 145 laps led, ends up getting in a crash, started on the pole, ended up 31st. Thankfully, he had those 145 laps to cushion his fall. Uh, and, and, and make it a decent enough DFS day. Um, oh, uh, well, and then you look at, uh, the, the spring or the fall race last year, 155 laps to Kyle Busch led, just like Cody said, engine problem sends him from, uh, the fifth place start to the, uh, 30th place finish. So tough day for Kyle Busch, but as you see about hundred and some odd laps, 125 laps led. That's important. These guys don't necessarily give up the lead very often. Doesn't matter about stage breaks, doesn't matter about anything. Joey Logano led 107 laps here, so gotta find that guy that's gonna lead you 100 laps in this race.
1: Yeah, I mean, laps led, I think, is gonna be the biggest key. Obviously, finishing position as well, because if you lead 155 laps, it's nice, but if you finish 36, that's not as nice, right? So, you gotta hope they don't go out, but you're going to have guys that lead big chunks of this race. And it might be two guys, it might be three guys. Like, it'll probably change hands a few times. But once somebody gets out front, you're likely going to see them out front for a little while, Rod. So I think that uh, you've really got to do your best to to try and nail the the guys that lead some laps here.
0: I concur. Uh, all right, well then, let's pick some of those guys. Let's start with our high price drivers as we always do, Cody. Who's on deck for you first?
1: Yeah, so I went to the top of the board here. You got Denny Hamlin at eleven thousand. Of course, I picked him on the uh, betting episode earlier this week to win this race. However, Rod, I don't think that he is the best DFS play. I think he's a good DFS play. Don't get me wrong. But I think Martin Truex Jr. at 10,800 right behind him is the better of the two when it comes to DFS. I think Denny's going to find his way to be there at the end and maybe snag the win late. But And he could dominate as well. I'm not saying he won't at all. But I think that Truex is going to be the guy who dominates more likely. Um, like you mentioned before, you go back to... The spring race here, and he led 145 laps, started on the pole, jumped out to the lead right away, led a ton of laps. Obviously, got caught up in some issues and ended up 31st, so wasn't the greatest result, but we have seen some huge performances from uh, Truex here lately. Uh, Last three weeks was a super speedway and two road courses, so you kind of throw those out a little bit, right? Michigan led 47 laps, finished second place. Richmond, he led 18 laps, finished seventh pocono he led 20 laps and finished third Uh, new hampshire (laughs) oh that was a day for us rod we made a lot of money that day 254 laps he won the race after starting second um you go back to nashville a comparable race 50 laps led finishes second uh sonoma he led 51 on a road course crazy like i said darlington earlier 145 kansas another intermediate track like darlington is led 79 there he led 68 at dover um, he has had some dominating performances this year, and if he starts up front, which you kind of expect him to do, like I mentioned, he started was it uh, he started on the pole at, in the first Arlington race. So um I, I think he's going to start up front again. I think he's going to jump out to an early lead. I think he could lead a lot of this race, and we've seen Truex. If he gets up front and he leads, sometimes nobody can like he's the type of guy. Was it? Was I think one year he led all but like ten laps of the Coke 600 or so. Like. A 600 mile race, and he led almost the whole thing. Like, he has that ability, and we saw it in New Hampshire earlier this year. If he gets up front and they don't make mistakes, like, he can just stay up front the entire day and never give it up. So, I think you could have a huge, huge day from Truex. I think that he is the best DFS
0: play on the entire board. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. I, the only thing that, that, Kind of, in a cash game for this one, definitely you got to play him in a cash game because his price kind of leaves you searching around in the bottom two for for other people as well. Um, only because he is one of the higher priced drivers, so you have to have him in at least one of your cash game lineups in a GPP if you would like to fade him and try to go out a, a different direction. This is where I'm coming from. I mean, again, I I fully agree with Cody. You have to have Truex in some of your lineups. He's probably going to go at. It, if spoiler alert on the uh, the gambling episode of this one, the the betting episode, I may have tossed his name out a couple of six or seven times. So I fully agree with you on that uh, note. But I will say, Kevin Harvick coming in at ninety eight hundred dollars. Again, I'm probably never going to stop saying his name until next season when he when I can't really say it uh, anymore. Although I probably will still say it. Who knows? I, I don't. Won't count it out for myself, but. Um, yeah, Kevin Harvick, ninety eight hundred dollars. Look, it's Kevin Harvick. I mean, you just got to go back to what he did earlier this this year on this track, right? Started twentieth, ended up second. That day for him was a sixty five point DFS day. At the time, he was eighty eight hundred. So uh, DraftKings wising up a little bit and uh, and saying that he, they can't really put him at at eighty eight hundred this time. Um, so they're going to bump him up a thousand dollars. But I still think that's worth the price. Uh, at that only because on this track he is only sa- or he's only led uh the third or he's led the third most track uh, laps on this track holy cow let me take another drink of this coffee here real quick
1: um <laughs> rod's rod's getting his roulade in over there i sent him i sent him a nice
0: package of it it's uh, it's really good stuff uh, okay let's
1: try actually invented right here in nebraska rob
0: oh that's true it did um, okay, I've, I've taken another drink. Let's start this again. <laughs> he's, only, he's third on the list. Only two other drivers have led more laps around this track than him. That is Truex Jr. with 914, Kyle Busch at 899, but Kevin Harvick at 818. And we said this in the betting episode too. He has seen 10,000 laps, 10,232 total laps in his career on this. 31 starts, three wins, 14 top fives, 19 top tens. Cody, it's just fantastic. In fact, 2022 in the spring was a fantastic DFS day for him as well. Started 35th, turned out to be a fourth-place finish for him. I I don't need to read the back of the napkin for that. That's a hell of a DFS day for sure. He even led a lap in that one. Um, 2021 in the fall in this race, he started ninth, finished fifth, led 20 laps. Go to his 2020 race, uh, one of the, the two tw- three 2020 races, that he was he in, in that season, started sixth, won that race, led 159 laps. Kevin Harvick, DFS lock this week. Not so much a DFS lock every week this season, unfortunately, but I think this is one of those last races for him that uh, he's going to have to go out and have a, a good race because, I mean, first, it's the first race of the playoffs, and second of all, he doesn't have much time left. He's got to go out and perform well on the tracks that he's performed well on to to continue an outstanding career and to close it out the right way,
1: yeah. I mean, this is his final ten races. One of his best tracks here at Darlington. We know we can do it. He's done it before. Um, I think at ninety eight hundred, especially if you're if you're going to have to get two guys that dominate this race or potentially three, like he's a really good option because you've got Hamlin, you got Truex, you got Larson, you got Byron, you got Bush. Those are all going to be very popular guys. Those are all the guys priced above him any one of those guys or any two or three of those guys can lead a ton of laps in this race. So uh, getting him at, at, you know, 12, what is it? 1200 cheaper from, from 9,800 up to 11,000 where Denny Hamlin is gives you a lot of salary relief uh, when you're going to need to be, have some top heavy drivers in this. You pair him up with a true X, maybe true X leads the first half of the race. Harvick works his way up there, leads the second half. You could see something like that for sure. And I think he will be a little less rostered because people are going to be chasing, I mean, I'm gonna try it, Rod. I'm gonna see if I can make it work. If I can get that Hamlin Truex stack in there, you know I'm gonna do it. If you can get the Truex Bush stack, it's gonna be a good one. Larson, I we haven't talked probably enough about Larson this week just because the the way the numbers were on him, but uh, he's gonna be dangerous, and and we know Byron can be dangerous. Like even Chastain down there can be dangerous as well. He led laps here in the spring, so yeah, I think that Harvick's uh in a good spot at a good price. Should be a little less rostered, so a nice different play for you and. And a guy you can pair up with a Truex or with a Denny or with a Bush or with a Larson and still hopefully maybe find two guys who dominate the race without paying as pretty of a penny at the top.
0: Yeah, and again, you can kind of hope for Harvick to start toward the middle of the pack. That way he can find his way up because he will. That's what he does on this track. It's what he's done his entire career everywhere. He finds himself inside the top ten. So, Kevin Harvick, don't have to convince you that's a good play. That's a good play. We'll be back with some mid-price drivers, but I'll tell you about Underdog Fantasy. August is literally almost over. In fact, this is the last day. If you're listening tomorrow, August is over. Like I said, I'm not telling you when to listen, not telling you how to listen. Just know August is almost over. You know what that means? Time's running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out Best Ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no drafts, no trades. Well, a draft, but no trades, no waivers. You said it. Forget it. Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament. It's the largest fantasy football contest of all times. $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. You have what it takes to win it all? Yeah, you do. Times now. Last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. Sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdogfantasy, promo code SGPN. In fact, stay tuned. Got some underdog plays for you coming up in our Friday episode. So uh, a lot of picks for you guys to have. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. You can join the family just like Cody and I did. We were once just uh, folks on the outside looking in. And then now here we are, a big breathing part of this SGPN family join it as well sign up for the patreon get exclusive access to all of our contests including the nfl win totals contest with a one thousand dollar first place prize this week's weekly patreon pick is all week one college football prize you get a cornhole board perfect for any college football tailgate patreon's a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling sportsgamblingpodcastcom slash patreon that's sports slash patreon I, uh, I I had a cornhole board once upon a time, and unfortunately, I left it out in the weather. California, you don't necessarily know when it strikes. But I was it's going
1: California get weather? That's, we
0: uh, we did that year.
1: I can see, see why you left it out, because you, you never thought you were gonna get weather.
0: <laughs> At all. I was like, oh shoot, it's raining. Oh shoot, my cornhole. So I need to win that to replace mine. I'm telling there you. Right go, now. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a step down in price, Cody. Let's fill out these uh these DFS lineups with some intermediate price drivers.
1: Rod, what if I could tell you or what if I told you? What if I could tell you? What if I told I don't know what I was you could to say
0: tell that, me, but, Cody. You just don't well, you choose not I, to. I will tell you. Okay.
1: What if I tell you, Rod, that you can get the guy who was 10500 last week, 11000 the week before, 10000 before that, 95 95 $96, $10,200, $10,400, 10300 $10, $10, 9700 What if I told you that driver you could get $8,400 this week, Rod? I know that Chase Elliott did not make the playoffs. I get it. Although, something we really haven't talked about much, the nine car is in the owner's playoffs. They could still win the owner's championship. Means a lot for money-wise, means a lot for their contract. So they're still going to be racing for that. He is still worried about that, just for the record. I know it's not been a very good season for Chase Elliott. I know we've not seen a ton from him, but he's Hendrick Carr. He's a former champion. He's still, uh, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility for him to just go off in $8,400. Like, especially when you need to try and get a couple of guys. I mean, if you're going to go, you know, Truex and Bush, and you can squeeze a guy like Elliott in here in the middle, and he could potentially have those laps led, Rod. September 2020, he led 114 laps in this race. We know he can get out front here. We know he can get it done. He finished third place in the spring at this track. Um, Did well there. He's been top five two of the last four races. Now it's been the opposite in the other ones, right? 30th or worse in the other two, so... Hit and miss, He's probably I probably don't feel super comfortable in a cash game with this, but it sucks because he's he's a little bit of a sleeper because it's, uh, you know, but he's still going to get the popularity bump, right? So he's still going to be plenty rostered, but I think a lot of people are going to be looking past him while well, he's not in the playoffs. Well, look, he hasn't done much. I mean, you go back and you look through his season, Rod. Uh, he led 18 laps at Talladega. That's the most he's led this. So, like, if people are really looking at the numbers too hard, it's it's not really it's not really that impressive. It's not that great. But even last week at the Coke Zero Sugar 400, I mean, he scored 59.5. Um, the Brickyard, it was 46.9. Uh, he scored a 60.8 earlier, a 64.9, a 57.9, a 47.6, 48.4, 59.5, um, and that was at the Darlington race. So he scored 59.5 in that one, and he started. Uh, or he finished third he started 21st so he did have some place differential there but kansas he scored 57.2 like it he's still gotten you some very good days so he can have a nice solid day for you and he's got that high upside rod they could show up with a rocket ship he could put it on the front he could lead a ton of laps like that's not out of the realm of possibility it's not crazy for a guy like this i mean it's it's funny you go back and you look last season martin tricks jr didn't even make the playoffs rod this year he's a regular season champion like Things can turn around very, very quickly. He's got three wins to his name, plus the clash. Like, Things can turn around quickly for these very good drivers, former champions, on good teams. Chase Elliott meets all of those things. Um, and so, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be off of him because that's uh, been pretty rough for him lately. He's not in the playoffs. They're going to pack it up. I don't think that's the case. and I think he can be, to a degree, a differential play for you and more of a, a GPP setting you're looking for. Uh, cash, it scares me. Depending on you know, if he's starting up front or something, then obviously I think at the price it'll probably be worth it but uh he's definitely got to watch and i just with that much of an overreaction to his price changing uh, he shouldn't be that cheap i I get he's not in the playoffs but what it's i mean the last couple of races he scored good points so you're dropping him a lot when he's still gotten some pretty decent results as far as dfs goes I, I i felt like that couldn't go unmentioned
0: And really, that is an oversight by all of the the DFS folks out there because he is still one of the more dangerous drivers. In fact, he's probably more dangerous now because he has nothing to lose. He he really is going in with just... You know, uh, a sheer determination to win probably every single race that's on the slate for the next ten races. He just, just, just
1: rips off ten in a row.
0: Yeah, he just—he's <laughs> it. He's—he's—he's he's in for bro- He's out for broke. He just doesn't care at this point. It's like <laughs> screw you guys. Then if I didn't make it, then I'm just going to ruin everybody's party. And and uh, it could start today. I mean, it could start this weekend. It's definitely not out of the realm—a possibility for Elliot. So, um, like that as well. Especially, God, at eighty-four hundred dollars, it's such a crazy price for him. To see him yeah, less than that.
1: Yeah, and I mean he's not been priced this low. I mean, the all-star race he was eighty-three, but everybody was lower there because you had to get guys that were gonna be in the all-star race. So you had to be able to build a lineup without having the super cheap guys, right? So they had to price, but I mean, like I said, like he's been over ten thousand majority of the season, depending on the track where they kind of adjust some prices a little bit here and there. But eleven thousand just two weeks ago, at Watkins Glenn, like uh yeah, and to drop him all the way to eighty four hundred, like we saw that with Kevin Harvick before, and it was a thing. You know, sure, maybe he wasn't gonna go lead you all, but even just for what performance Kevin Harvick could give you, for what performance Chase Elliott
0: can give you, eighty four hundred, like it's, it is a steal of a price for sure. I concur. Well, I'm gonna turn to his teammate. You talked about it being a Hendrick Motorsports car, Alex Bowman. $7,600, not even the sexiest at all of plays. In fact, probably made you kind of throw up a little bit in your mouth, and I get it. It's fine. I understand. Uh, but Alex Bowman is still, again, a Hendrick Carr, not in the playoffs. Uh, so just somebody that you can just count on for a decent run, a decent finish, and, and maybe not trying to tear himself up along the way. Remember, Bowman did not participate in the spring race. In this, this was part of where he was uh, sitting out with injury. So this will be the first time this season that he'll be back in the Lady in Black. Uh, but I will say that uh, his his performances here have not been completely terrible uh, for DFS. Every once, so I mean, last year he started 16th and finished 10th. Not a bad day for that. There, he did have a sixth place finish in 2020. Um, it's been it's been mediocre. For 2021 and the, the spring of 2022, uh, where he finished uh, 26th after starting fifth in 2021 in the fall, st- uh, finished 29th after starting 15th in the spring of 2012, but he crashed out of that one. Um, but again, Bowman, he's coming off a sixth place finish at Daytona. He did have a fifth place finish in Indy. Um, you know, it hasn't necessarily been that glamorous for him uh, this season at all. He started out on fire, right? He's fifth at Daytona. 8th at Fontana, 3rd at Vegas, ninth at Phoenix. But then, you know, the injury and all that other stuff just sort of kind of took the wind out of his, his sails. But uh, I, I expect Bowman to run well on this track at, at the very least. I don't think he's going to lose you too many points. Um, and if you look back at what he's done so far in the season, he had 64 points last week, like I said. Um, then 14, not very good at Watkins Glen, but 43 at Indy. Um, two, unfortunately, the week before that. 25, 17, 40, 29. It's not the greatest, but looking around that area where he's at, Michael McDowell, you could kind of make a case for, Ty Gibbs, you could make a case for, but I don't know. I feel like Alex Bowman is due. I feel like he, the, no one's going to play. This is going to be a total GPP play because nobody's going to play him, and if he does manage to find his way up into the top 10 you know, then you're probably sitting pretty because he probably started 15th, 16th, Um, maybe turns a fast lap or two. But yeah, I, I don't think this is a, a terrible play. I just think this is definitely a GPP play that you can differentiate yourself uh, from the rest of the pack.
1: Yeah. And we've seen Bowman sneak up and grab wins, you know, late in races, you get that extra hundred miles here, something he could do. Uh, he's still in a Hendrick car. Like it's uh, again not in the playoffs but still plenty to race for um so yeah uh, the back may be a little concerned if it's still bothering him at all just because it's a long grueling race but he did okay in the 600 and stuff too right after he came back not too worried about that but i I do it is gross and i don't think anybody's going to be playing it so i think that that uh you know and again you're gonna have to find some some cheaper guys to get in on to get those dominators up top And, and bowman's got the upside of Maybe not quite to a Chase Elliott where it probably won't lead you a ton of laps, but get you a good finish, and he can lead sections of this race for sure. Maybe they try some different strategies, who knows, um, you know, to to do different things. So, yeah, I, I do like the play.
0: I mean, there could be a reason nobody's playing Alex Bowman by the end of this, and I look like a fool, but uh, I'm willing to kind of fall on that sword because, again, as we talk about with DFS lineups, you can literally build 20 of them, and you have to differentiate somehow from not just everybody else's but your own because <laughs> you can't just build the same one 20 times and, and hope that it hits you some you have to make a couple of plays that may feel gross to you at times
1: yeah exactly. yeah and if you ever look at the guys who win some of these tournaments it's just like why Ugh, no one ever guy? wanted why? to play that guy well that's yeah and that's that's why you got to do it
0: right? yeah <laughs> so uh, all right we will give you a couple more of those guys on the other end with our low end plays uh, but first, Let's introduce you to a show that we love on the network. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen. Come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. I had a buddy of mine. Uh, he missed. He missed our army drill because he was moving into a new house. So a good, a good enough reason for it. Um, but. He presented me with uh, three whiskey box. Um, they're 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 smaller bottles. They're not big bottles, no. but um, as as Pentance, as as uh, you know, oh. here I'm sorry I missed and left you uh, without a bass player for your rock band. Here is some whiskey so i'm gonna have to nice. i'm gonna have to float that by justin to see if he actually gave me some good whiskey or yeah yeah
1: yeah you better check and see if it see if it's worth anything right uh, is this stuff any good or, justin, did, or was he just trying to pound it off on
0: me which i don't care either way it's gonna get drunk but i just yeah, uh it's, you it's know.
1: whiskey it can't be that bad right but yeah uh, all right rod it. you wanted to go gross <laughs> i don't i don't like to be outdone so i'm one-upping your grossness rod <laughs> I don't know that I've talked about this guy probably at all this season no. but uh, here we go. <laughs> Give me Harrison Burton. 54 Maybe don't clip that out for later but uh Wait. Harrison Burton. Marking time. It's uh and this goes against this this does fly in the face of my lean towards the veteran guys because it's uh got that extra 100 miles and all that but but Rod, oh man, Harrison Burton's actually been pretty good at Darlington. Um, he's he's gotten it done here. So he's got four Xfinity Series starts here: a second place, an eleventh, a sixth, and a ninth. All good runs for him there. Um, he finished twenty-first in this race last year. Not super great, but at this price, you don't need much more from him than that. Uh, shows you he can make it to the end of the five hundred miles. Right, got there. Got a twenty-first place finish. Not bad at all. Earlier this spring, Rod Harrison Burton finished sixth in this race. Now there was some chaos in that race, but an extra hundred miles the first race of the playoffs at night there could be some more chaos right harrison burton's actually a pretty good driver when it comes to avoiding things and kind of just running his own race you don't he's not one of the guys always making a ton of mistakes or in the way all the time like he's just you don't hear from him much right he's just out there running his own race he's doing the best he can which is you know you can debate how good that is but but he, he gets it done right and he gets to the end of these races three starts here in the cup series race uh 14th last spring 21st in the 500 like i talked about sixth place this spring very impressive finish from him there started 14th in that race still panned out uh to be a pretty good dfs day for him just because of where he finished um and again at the price like he was only 5200 that day so he's 5400 they jumped him up a little but 46.9 points for you starting 14th finishing six he did have two fastest laps in there uh at some point um he's got they made the crew chief change right jeremy bullens is coming over from the 12 car and so you could say maybe even that's an obviously bullens got moved from the 12 car for a reason but still could be somewhat of a. I mean they and they swapped the crew chiefs, but in a way you could say that's an upgrade right he's he's been on the cup series side of things and he's been working over there so you move him over to this car maybe that promotes a little spark in the team um and, and yeah harrison's gotten it done here before again hold your nose when you do it because it, it feels disgusting But I I think that Harrison Burton could be a really good play this week. And at 5,400, I think it could pay out
0: nicely for you. To your point, he only has two DNFs this season. He's run every single lap of every Darlington race he's been in and uh, has not lost you DFS points. So we talk about it all the time. That's the most important part of of being on this in DFS at all. It's just don't lose me any points, especially if you're... Yeah, these
1: cheap guys just... Don't lose me points and have the upside possibility to score forty six points like he did the last time they were in this race. Like it's uh yeah it's it's there for Harrison Burton as as crazy as it may seem to to say.
0: Well, and speaking of that, and and yuckiness to boot, it. Well, I'll give you AJ Almendinger. I, I oh, man, you know I love AJ Almendinger. I do sixty four hundred dollars for AJ Almendinger. I wasn't brave enough to go with Burton. But I was looking at names. Can a
1: college like, car last 500 miles, Rod? You
0: seen that 10 car in Xfinity lately? I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm hoping that, that at some point, you know, they muscle their way through. Even if AJ has to drive with his feet on the ground. AJ's like going to be
1: out there just running next to the cars.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, that's fine. If he Flintstones that car, I don't care, right? If he if he has to punch through the the floorboard and start moving his feet, I'll take it. But I was looking at guys like LaJoy, Cindric Priest, like, Priest is a great story. He's $5,900. He's coming back after that injury, but he's coming back after that wreck. I didn't say injury, but that wreck. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's We saw Ricky Bobby couldn't get back into the swing of things after that wreck. I'm thinking that uh, it's going to take Priest a couple of, of races to get back into it. Host of our Newman, Haley. Like, Burton, you're right, is the only one that I can make a case for to, to go. So uh, AJ Almadinger was the lowest I could possibly go at $6,400. He only has one DNF. On this track as well, we talk about how it's important to run every single lap in the spring. He started thirtieth, finished twenty third. Not a terrible day DFS wise for you on that uh, in that capacity. Of course, we know there's still that extra hundred miles, but I'll still take uh, twenty six points out of him that day. That's that's still about four times what you're what you're getting and what you're paying for him. So, um, but this season, look, AJ Almendinger. I, I don't. I'm. I'm so mad at myself because I. I don't want to downplay, like him, but he needs to be downplayed. Um, he did have a fourth place at Watkins Glen. Um, he's. He's really just been consistently kind of finishing where he starts. You know, Daytona. Let's leave that out because there was some chaos there. He actually led. Um, he didn't lead any laps or led eight laps in that one rather. So even had some point or some lap lead in that. But Richmond, he had a pretty decent DFS day. Um. But again, more importantly, AJ's not losing you points, right? Uh, 46 points at Watkins Glen, 25 at the Brickyard, uh, 14, 25, 25. The last time he's actually lost you points, he hasn't actually, uh, was, uh, was at uh, Road America, uh, not Road America, but uh, yeah, Echo Park at Road America. 19 points he lost you at that one. Uh, and then 25, so only twice has he lost you points this season. Another one of those GPP plays that nobody will be playing because even I had trouble making a case for it. But I'm just saying that you need to you need to find ways to fit all these high price guys in. And a guy like A.J. Almendinger who probably won't lose you points, may get you 25 points, may get you 26 points in this one, has the upside of maybe 30. You could do worse. You could do B.J. McLeod, and that would be you know, where you're at. So if you want to take a chance on J.J. Yaley, cheers to you i'll 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 swallow my lumps with aj almendinger if he crashes out of this one
1: yeah i mean aj is uh like you said he's he's completed a lot of these races as surprising as that may be with uh with colleague equipment at points but he's he's a veteran again and and he's got experience in this race he, he can last in these long races i think that plays well uh into into him and, and we've seen some upside from aj this year as as crazy as that sounds to say as well but uh It's uh, yeah, it's definitely not a bad pick at all. And again, another guy who I don't think will be very popular. So we we definitely came up with some, uh, some different plays for you today, which I like some different ways. Obviously, maybe you don't play all the guys together. Who knows? But, uh, but different guys to use as you build your lineup. So I think that, uh, that, yeah, we found some, found some maybe hidden gems for the weekend, Rod.
0: Uh, Or we didn't. (laughs) And we look back at this episode (laughs) and go, well, that was fun. (laughs) Well, Remember that
1: one time we tried to talk about Harrison Burton? Oh boy.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing about it, too. That's like the
1: one time I brought up JJ Yaley and all the stats were there. And and then nobody crashed and he just finished last. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but this is we talk about this even in the betting episodes. Like when you when you talk racing, there's a clear distinction between the upper echelon of teams and drivers versus the back markers. And so the, when there's 36 drivers on the track and a third of them, only a third of them, that's like 10, right? 10 to, to 12 are are noteworthy week in and week out. It is difficult to bring up guys like Harrison Burton. It is difficult to bring up guys that aren't, you know, the the Yaleys, the McLeods, those, those guys that you really know, they start 35th, they finish 33rd. It's not a fantastic day for these guys week in and week out, so... There's really not much to cover with those guys. Whereas, you know, the Truexes, the Harvicks, the the Hamlins, the Bushes, those guys, they could they could win, or or they could finish 25th and and crash out. You know, it's the range of outcomes for them is way more wide open than a guy like B.J. McLeod or um, like even Ty Dillon at this point, or you know, anybody else in, in the bottom of that pack.
1: Yeah. And again, you, you, a lot of people, they'll, they'll build the lineups, you know, they grab a couple of really expensive guys and they just go to the bottom and okay, B.J. McLeod, Ty Dillon, we're going to stick them in there cause they're super cheap. And, and maybe that works out sometimes. And I've done it myself, right? Cause I want to get certain guys in there, but it can make a big difference. If you, you step up a few dollars and you get a guy like Harrison Burton and he goes off for 46 points instead of taking JJ Yaley and sure he doesn't lose you any points, but he, he scores four points, you know, and it, it doesn't, doesn't do you a ton of good. So. I think there is there is definitely an advantage in finding these lower guys, even if it's you know you're you're digging through the trash basically, and then and find the best meal that's left. But
0: uh, hey, you got to eat, right? Hey, that's <laughs> that's the way it is too. I mean, the three that's a weird analogy. I don't know why I went there, but I, that the... was a great analogy. <laughs> look, at, look, I'm rubbing off on you. You got analogies. <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right, well, let me bail Cody out by going over these drivers (laughs) that we have selected for the (laughs) Cookout Southern 500. Uh, Your DFS lineups will consist of one or more of the following. Cody started you out with Martin Truex Jr. at $10,800. I gave you Kevin Harvick at $9,800. Cody gave you Chase Elliott at $8,400. I gave you his teammate Alex Bowman at $7,600. And we stepped down for uh, Harrison Burton at 5,400 for Cody. And me, AJ Almendinger at 6,400 for the DFS lineups. Uh, I won't even ask about where this leaves us because no one's going to play this lineup as it is. I would not suggest playing this lineup as it is.
1: I always I always toss them into to a little cheap money one just to see how they do. We've had some pretty some pretty decent weeks, and again, we don't have all the info at this point, and we're not necessarily trying to build. We're just we're just selecting different guys, right? But it does leave you with sixteen hundred dollars left to play with, so you got some room. You can make some make some adjustments, make some changes, and again, just different guys highlighted to uh, to to keep an eye on as we go into the weekend. It's not this isn't football where you know we already know who's playing and and where they're gonna you know it's everything. It's there's a lot lot that, lot different that changes and and goes into where they start and all that and and how that gets scored from there so you gotta you gotta pay attention to the starting spots
0: and all that that is good and solid advice so uh all right well that's it for dfs we're gonna come back tomorrow we've got a lot of fun for you i won't blow it just know well, i mean I, I we have told you that there'll be underdog picks so there'll be underdog picks but We've got some other fun stuff up our sleeve for you it's
1: guys. It's going to so. be a really, really fun episode. I'm excited for this one.
0: Me too. Me too. Fun Friday. Not that we don't love the trucks, but sometimes Fun Friday makes it uh, makes it a little more fun during the week. So, All right, Cody, as we wrap it up here, let everyone know where they can find you on social media.
1: Follow me on X at husk underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Got a ton of stuff out. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Won a bunch of money on that one last week. Rod, F1 uh, show is already out. IndyCar show, hopefully at some point this week if the books ever wake the fuck up. But uh, yeah, anyways, follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Leave us a rating and review; those help us out a lot. We need some uh, need some new ratings and reviews. Refresh yours; we'll read it on the on the show for you. We appreciate all the love. Subscribe to the YouTube. Click the bell. All the fun stuff that that the kids say nowadays.
0: Indeed. Yeah. And again, we, we kind of do, we need some refresh. I know that you guys love us, but I think the bosses need to hear a little more of that uh, from you guys as well. So do as Cody says, leave us a review, hopefully a good one. Uh, I'm on X at RJV Gomez, link in the bot, everything I got going on here, Backroad, road, the uh, in-between media folks, we're having our back road show Thursday, talking about some Darlington as well with Seth and Elliot for fast money. I've got the parlay Friday game going on strong there. And then we'll be back on Sportsbook Review for the Monday night football props, the Sunday night football props. Ugh man. As if I needed any more to do, but here I am. Find it all I on Twitter. It. I love it, Rob. At RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bio there. Alright, we'll see you tomorrow for some fun Friday fun. Fun Friday fun. Whatever. Get me out of this. Till so then Go Oscars. Let's go racing and let it ride.